Aloha, people of God. This is your brother, Mike Dillard, coming at you live and direct from Honolulu, Hawaii. Welcome to the fully submitted podcast with me, brother Mike, brother Mike Dillard. Uh, as always, I do try and keep it under 30 minutes. I really try. <laughs> I just wanted to come on and give a quick disclaimer, if you will. So one of the things that sets my podcast apart from other people's is that it is a live and dynamic podcast. In other words, wherever it goes down, you know, wherever the message comes up, that's where it's going down. Okay. <laughs> if I'm in a nice quiet booth with a nice little microphone, there we have it. Uh, if I'm in a restaurant and it comes up, there we have it. If I'm driving a car, there we have it. And what I've learned over time is when the message comes up, I better just put it down. Right. Because otherwise, I may not remember it later. So, again, disclaimer, you hear background noise, just expect it. Hey, you on a ride with me. You going with me and the Holy Ghost throughout my day. Wherever it comes up, like I said, that's where I'm putting it down. Wherever I get it, that's where I spit it. Okay, without further ado, let's get it cracking. Aloha, people of God. This is your brother, Mike Dillard, coming at you live and direct from Honolulu, Hawaii. Welcome to the fully submitted podcast with me, your brother, Mike, Mike Diller. Okay, so as always, I like to keep this under 30 minutes, uh, which is pretty hard for an evangelist to do, but I'm gonna give it my best shot. So here we go. All right, today's session, we're gonna talk about attacks of the enemy. Right. It's, it's, it's basically different types of attacks of the enemy and, and and how to anticipate the various attacks of the enemy, because everything is warfare. Right. Everything is strategy. Everything is warfare. Remember, there is a war going on. We may not see it with our eyes, but we as mature Christians, we already know. Right. There is an intense war going on and. The kingdom of heaven is winning. The kingdom of heaven won out the gate. It was already done, right? When the Lord judged Satan and, his, and, and the fallen angels, it was already done, son. It was done. Yep. However, there is a war that is waging on this planet, on this dimension, if you will, this third dimension, if you will, uh, for the souls of men and women and boys and girls, right? There is a war going on. And we must ever be vigilant, the Bible says, Right. That we are not we're not ignorant of, of Satan's schemes, of his devices. We are not ignorant. We're not foolish. In other words, hey, we we already know what's up in today's vernacular. We already know what's up. We know how he, we knew we know his M.O. Right. We, we know how he moves. We understand these things. So if you've been a Christian for a minute, if you're a mature Christian, then you should already know. But in case you don't, I am here to remind you and refresh the body of Christ today. All right, so let's check this out. Because this is a war, again, there is a strategy. You must remember that Satan does have power, right? These fallen angels, they do have power, right? It's not like they don't have no power. I heard somebody say, oh, he's like a toothless lion. Yeah, but you know what? Even a lion with no teeth is still a lion. He can smack the daylights out of you with his paw and his claws, right? So don't get it twisted, right? Right? 
The devil has a lot of power. These fallen angels have a lot of power. However, they must bow down before the most high God, right? Who has all power in his hands. The Lord God has all power, right? All power. Now you have to remember that what you're working with, we, we're going to get around to the topic. We're actually unpacking the topic right now, right? Because this is warfare. You, you have to understand the, the weapons that you are bringing to the battle, right? They say, don't come to a gunfight with a knife, right? Spiritually speaking, we have come armed to the tooth, so to speak. Now, many of you may not even know what weaponry you have. You don't know what you got in your arsenal. And if you do, you may not even know how to use it. Man, that's a whole nother talk for another time. <laughs> that's a whole nother talk. We're going to get there eventually, right? But anyway, so we're talking about strategy, warfare, what the enemy is trying to do and how to anticipate the devil in his next move, right? Listen, the devil is not, he, he's, he's been around for a long time. He, he saw a man created, right? These fallen angels, they saw a man created. They understand how man operates, you know? This may be the year 2021, but man, as advanced as we might think we are, man is pretty basic, <laughs> pretty basic, right? Man is man, right? Man has the same basic desires that man has always had. Nothing has changed. The flesh is the flesh, and the devil knows this all too well, which is why he can always hit us up in certain areas, right? Because your flesh is the flesh, is the flesh, is the flesh. Okay, so look, let's look at this, right? So the devil is only going to hit you up in so many different areas. That, that's it. He, he can only hit you up in so many different areas. Now, it he might change up the body that he's using to come against you or the, the particular circumstance. But really and truly, right, we can just simplify this. This is what the Holy Spirit taught, he taught me over time, over these years, right? You really can simplify it, right? So basically, let's look. And, and just think about this, right? If the enemy is going to hit you up, what, what really comprises your life, if you will? Now, I don't mean in the spiritual sense. I mean, you know, here in this third dimension, right? What What is your life, right? Let's think about this. It's uh, your health, right? Your wealth. Come on, right? Your intimate relationships, right? If, if, if you got a husband or a wife or, you know, a serious boyfriend, girlfriend, right? You know, there's, there's that type of relationship. And, and there's obviously your family relationship. So if you have a family, like your, your, your relationship with your children, right? Or, or with your parents or your siblings. So really we can just kind of compress all that in a nice little zip file here and say your relationships. So there's your health, there's your wealth, there's your relationships right anything else i mean that's and obviously your relationship with god so other than that you know that's that's pretty much it right that's pretty much it so what you can do is look if 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 you're striving to walk right before the lord and, and i don't use that loosely like seriously if you're if you're striving to walk right before the lord you already know that attacks are going to come, right? When, you, when you're when you a brand new Christian, you you kind of hope the attacks don't come. You you don't expect the attacks, and then they come, and then it's like, well, uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully, you know, we're good, and we don't have any attacks. 
while, once you become seasoned, you understand, man, the attacks are always coming, right? They're always coming. And, 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 and the thing is to understand that it's not always a defensive uh, posture or positioning that we need to be taken up, right? As you grow and you mature in Christ and you get closer to the Holy Spirit and you better understand the weapons of your warfare that you have been uniquely gifted with, right? And I don't mean like praying in tongues. That's, you know, that's, that's a gift too. But I mean, your specific gifts, everyone has different gifts, right? You know, when you, when you get in, in that place, right, then it's like, okay, now we're going to shift from the defensive to the offensive, right? And this is how you shift to the offensive, right? You anticipate what he's going to do. Again, we are not ignorant of the devil's schemes and his devices. We already know. It's like, dude, come on now. You don't try. I'm not a big athletic person. I mean, you look at me and you think that I am, but I'm really not. I don't like, I like to exercise, but I don't watch sports. I've never been a dude. I was always, I had my head in a book somewhere. I was reading a comic book as a kid or some sci-fi or some novel, right? Um, but it's like, dude, you're, you, you, you basically get this guy and he's trying to run the football up through this particular hole. I know I'm butchering this so badly right now, right? Sorry, guys, I'm letting you down. But, <laughs> you know, hey, you're taking, you're trying to take your, uh, I guess, your, your running back and run him through the hole. You know, it's the same old play. You keep running the same old plays. You only got four plays, dude, right? There's no way you're going to beat me because I can already anticipate you. I done already studied the game. So as a mature Christian, what we, one of the things we need to do is you need to study your enemy. You need to study him, right? Don't, you know, there's, you have respect for him because the, again, these fallen angels, Satan is a fallen angel. He has fallen angels. A demon is not a fallen angel. A demon, a demon is a demon, right? You can tell it to get up out of here, right? A demon's are gone. Fallen angels are different. They have power, right? But for the for the for the man or the woman or the boy, even the boy or the girl in Christ, you have authority in Christ Jesus that will make those things flee from you. Okay. But anyway, so we're talking about going on the offensive, right? So again, he's only got so many plays that he's gonna run. If you study the enemy, like yeah, you getting lit up. Uh, he's attacking you. It's not fun. It's, it's not fun. But after a while, you you start to understand. It's like, wait a minute here. I'm starting to see a pattern here. You're doing the same old thing. It's a different way, but it's the same old thing. You know? Oh, I got peace in my relationship, you know, with my boo. Everything's good. The kids aren't acting crazy. Everything's good. My health is good. Then what happens? All of a sudden, on the job, somebody starts acting a fool or something starts happening to mess with your money, right? It's like, okay, he's attacking the money. So then you run over there and you fight him. And, and what needs to happen for the mature Christian is we're not always being reactive. Like, oh, he blew up something over here. Let me run over here and put that fire out. Now he blew up something over here. Let me run over and put that fire out. Man, that's that's immature, right? That That's immature, right? That's as, as a, as a non-seasoned, immature Christian, right? That's what you're going to be doing. You're going to be reactive, constantly putting out the fires that the enemy is putting you out. And he's, he's slapping you around all over the place and getting you to run the work, you know, to where he wants you to run, to distract you. But as a mature Christian, that's not, that's not the way we get down, right? No, we are not ignorant of his devices.
devices and his schemes, okay? So we already know, well, everything is good over here and over here, over here, okay? Well, that means, shoot, he can only go in one or two places. He, well, he just hit us up over there in the relationship. We, we covered down on that. Um, let me see, everything's good with the kids, everything's good with the money. Oh, he's coming in the health, he's coming in health, he's coming in health, right? Let's make sure that we're doing everything possible to, to be in good health. We're drinking our water, we're eating our food, we're making sure we're getting sleep, we're not stressed out, right? See, it's that, it, it's that. And when you when you have that mindset, the enemy really can't sneak up on you. And he just can't, right? He gonna try a different person, like I said, a different situation, but a familiar spirit is a familiar spirit is a familiar spirit. Your own spirit will bear witness and the Holy Ghost will bear witness and let you know like, hey, this is, this is something that you already encountered. This is something that you already beat before. And furthermore, this is why you have a journal. Now, when I was in high school, I learned to actually, you know, you write your feelings down in a journal. But as a Christian, our journals are different. They serve a different purpose, right? I'm not saying that you can't write your feelings down, but what I am saying is, as a Christian, your journal is almost like a playbook. It's almost like an instruction book, right? On how to defeat the enemy, right? Hey, you know, today's March 20, today is March 22nd, 2021. You know, I felt really depressed all day long. I prayed to the Lord and he showed me, you know, these particular things. He told me to do this, this, that, and the other. And you know what? I did it and I got breakthrough. Thank you, Lord. And what you do is a friend of mine taught me this, right? A very close friend of mine taught me this because I was writing in a journal, just my emotions. And she was like, no, that's that's not how a Christian journal is supposed to be, right? <laughs> right? You literally can write like, you, you, you write down what happened. It's an instruction book. This is how the enemy hit me up. He attacked my family like this. And this is what the Holy Ghost told me on how to beat him. And then what you do is at the top of the page in big letters, big bold letters, you write the topic, right? How to defeat the spirit of depression. How to defeat the, the spirit of so-and-so, right? Well, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in the process of getting a, a, my first book of published, uh, of poetry published uh, in April. And as I was going back through my journals to, you know, compile all my poems, well over 50 poems, you know, a shameless plug for my poetry book. <laughs> but anyway, as, as I was doing that, I was amazed, right? Because I'm like, dang, I've got 20, about almost 30 years of journals that I've kept. And I was going through all my journals and it was just really amazing. It was really amazing to look and see all of the instructions. It was literally like a playbook for a football team. I'm like, man, that's, that is powerful. So it's all right there. Why do you need this? You need, basically, you need a playbook for, for the enemy. Why? Well, when you, let me back up for a second. Let's back up for a second. When you journal these things down, really what it is, it's like the enemy had you in bondage for a particular amount of time. You was in bondage in the enemy's camp, right? So while you were in the enemy's camp and you may have been going through and you may have been feeling bad and whatever else, but guess what? What you really weren't paying attention to is that your spirit man was paying attention to how things were done in the enemy's camp. You were there firsthand. So when the Holy Ghost brings you out of it, 
you have the answer on how to get free from it. And you literally can take that and use it because the Bible says that the devil comes at a more opportune time. He'll leave you, but then he comes at a more opportune time. So guess what? When he comes back at a more opportune time, guess what? The butt whooping is still gonna is still gonna go down, okay? Because I got the instructions when you tried that three years ago. And the Holy Ghost told me what to do to kick you out of my life. And now you coming back, it's on and popping. Hold on a second. Let me see. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember how to do this. Get up out of here in the name of Jesus, right? And that's why it's super important that you anticipate, you one, study your enemy. Two, you learn to anticipate what he's going to do because he only got so many plays. That's it, man. It's the same four plays you've been playing. And, and the devil is, hey, he, he know how to play. He know how to make the most out of them four plays. Don't get it twisted, right? <laughs> if you ain't studying him, he is going to whoop you and whoop you and whoop you and keep whooping you until it's like, you know, I'm tired of getting beat down here. God said, I got the victory. Man, I'm going to learn how to, I'm going to learn how to, how to defeat. I'm going to learn how to fight this joke. I'm tired of this, right? Then once you do that, like I said, man, you put it down in your journal. You got a playbook on what the enemy does, how he operates step by step, right? That is what you want. That's what you want. So this is how, like I said, this is how you anticipate the attacks of the enemy. And you go from being slapped around all the time and trying to figure out, you know, oh, oh, he blew up something over here. Oh, oh, oh. You know, he wants you to be in stress mode. He wants you to be in anxiety. Why? Because, man, if a Christian is, is stressed out, you're, you're, the natural order of things has been altered. And by that, I mean this. Man is a three-part being, right? We're created in God's own image. Man has a spirit. That's who you really are. We're really the spirit. Man has a spirit. Man has a soul. The soul houses the intellect, the will, the emotions, logic, reason, right? That is your soul. And then, of course, you have a body, right? You have a body, which essentially houses. It's just a, it's a house. It's a mechanism for, for your spirit. It's a house, right? It's the way we interface uh, uh, in this dimension, so to speak. So, you know, in the in the realm of the spirit, we operate in the realm of the spirit and in the realm of the natural. Some people call that the third and the fourth dimension, right? Your your spirit is connected, and man is the only creature that's like this on this planet. Animals aren't like this. Fish aren't, you know, man is like this because we're made in God's image. So we operate in the realm of the natural on the third dimension, but we're we also have a spirit made in God's image. We we also operate on the fourth dimension in the realm of the spirit, also, okay. You have to understand this. You have to understand this. So, this this is this is how this is how man is made. So, once you understand this and you understand how the enemy operates, you you can better you can fight differently, right? It's like, hey, I see what he's doing in the physical. I'm gonna transition and I'm gonna remember I'm a fight in the spirit because God gave me spiritual weapons. Okay, so. I talked about how to anticipate, and I think I missed a beat there, but it's okay. The Holy Spirit will bring it back. And if not, there's still loads of value in this. This is going to be very helpful to you guys to fight um, the good fight. But anyway, your weapons of warfare are not carnal, the Bible, the Bible says. But they are mighty through God to the power of pulling down strongholds, casting down vain imaginations, and every, and every high thing that would exalt itself above the knowledge of the Most High God. Your weapons are super destructive to the enemy, okay? So once you understand 
how he moves. You studied him, right? You got the victory through the Holy Ghost. You transform your journal into a, a strategic uh, a war manual against against Satan and against his uh, against his troops. Now, what's next? You need to understand your authority, man. You need to understand what you're working with, right? You ain't got no little pea shooter gun. You ain't got no little BB gun. Man, you got one of those, those 50 caliber howitzer guns like you see in the movie. It's like Arnold Schwarzenegger used to have back in the day. It's like in the Matrix. They're like blowing up helicopters and airplanes. This is what you're working with. Some high-powered, high-caliber stuff. That is the weaponry that God has given us. But if you don't understand the weapons that God gave you, for example, a lot of people don't understand that favor is actually a weapon. It's a weapon. <laughs> Man, I can't even begin to tell you. The Holy Ghost will train you in the weapons that he has given you. Right? Now, there are some weapons like peace and like love and, you know, praying in tongues. Right? These these are offensive and defensive weapons, but then there's some very specific weapons that God has given to you. So, for example, for me, I'm an evangelist, right? So my gift is with words. It's like, man, words. I can encourage you. I can break you down. I, I can do all types of stuff with words. Anything with words, bam, I got it. I got it. I got it, right? Um, another gift all my life, very big, is favor. Favor. So I remember when the Holy Spirit was teaching me about the gift of favor that's on my life and how... Yeah, it's, it, it is a weapon. That is an offensive weapon. Like, hey, I walk into a place, my daughter, Kyra, she's seen me do this. She seen me, I, I, I told her, <laughs> I told her this, like, wait a minute. She watched me do this, right, time and time again. You go into a place and somebody trying to do evil to you and, you know, they're not going to open a door and they're not going to do, do this or do that. I'd be like, you know what, hold on a second, just wait, the favor didn't hit him yet. Hold on, give him a second, that favor going to hit him in a hot second. Hold on a second, you know? And then, bam, favor hits him. And next thing you know, it's like, oh, you know what? Oh, Mr. Dillard, can we help you with this? Can we help you with that? Sure thing, no problem, right? <laughs> you know, but I had to learn the Holy Ghost will train you on how to use the weapons that he gave you. I know how to use my weapons. I, you know, if you've been in these fights, if you, you've been in warfare for any given amount of time as a, as a, as a mature Christian, you, you honestly should already know how to use the specific weapons that God gave you, okay? And if you don't know, start praying to the Holy Spirit. Ask him, you know, what, 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 because some people have been to church, they've been going to church for a long time, but it doesn't mean that they've, you know, really been actively fighting the good fight for a long time. They were just going to church and, you know, saying that they was Christians and this, that, but it, like I say, it's so much more to it than that. So if you're that person, I mean, no offense, but brother or sister, if you're that person, you've been going to church for a while and, and you say, man, brother, Mike, I, I honestly don't, I don't know what my weapons are. See, now that's a problem. <laughs> okay, that's a problem. But be encouraged because the Holy Ghost is here to help you. Just ask him, point blank, Holy Spirit, you know, please tell me what my weapons are. Please help me. Please teach me how to use my weapons. And for those of you that are not senior Christians, but you know, maybe you're baby Christians and you're just tuning in. Hey, God bless you, right? You in for a good fight, but you got the victory. I just want to encourage you right now. You got the victory, right? Ask the Holy Spirit what your gifts are. Ask him what your gifts are and please train you. Please teach you how to use your gifts. Even in the Bible, we saw there was a, there was a school for prophets. You know, and this is not like these schools for prophets nowadays, you know, full of shenanigans and, 
and whatnot. I mean, just a mess, right? These were people that feared, they feared God and they understood, they played around. They could just drop dead. God, you know, they didn't play with God. God didn't play with them, right? But this is, again, this is not like these prophet schools nowadays, right? Which is more focused on prophet, P-R-O-F-I-T, than P-R-O-P-H-E-T. Hello? Okay, but anyway, you saw them there, they, they were being trained on how to use their gifts, right? And, and you know, again, the Holy Spirit, he's here with you. He's here to help you. He will teach you how to use your gifts. But man, once you get this down, right, you're, you're pretty much unstoppable, except the last part is this, sin, sin, right? You can understand part one, understanding your enemy and anticipate where he's going to come. Step two, you can know your weaponry that the Holy Ghost has given you. But man, guess what? If you are walking in active sin, whether you, you know, there and there's sin that you know about quite obviously, but then there's sin that you don't know about. But guess what? It's still sin. It's still sin, right? When Achan, and, when Achan stole the, uh, the, the materials from the camp, God told his people, right, destroy everything. Don't take any of those accursed uh, uh, items, right? Achan stole some stuff and hid it in his tent, right? And then the Israelites went out to battle and they lost, right? They sought the Lord on the matter. Why did you, why did you forsake us today? And they said, because the Israelites, you know, they have some material. They got some uh, um, accursed material in their camp. I told them to not take it and somebody took it. What? See, they, there was sin in the camp and they didn't know about it. Now, of course, Achan knew what he did and, you know, the Lord dealt with him. He was destroyed. Him and his whole family was destroyed as a matter of, uh, because of his sin. But my point is, sin is sin. And if you sin, it makes you vulnerable to the enemy. So just imagine, the Bible says you have a hedge, you have a hedge of protection around you. It's like a force field, right? Boom. This force field is on. You know, if you're not in active sin, then it's a very, the world is a very dark place, right? And Isaiah talks about, you know, arise, you know, arise, shine, your light has come forth, right? And it talks about how very dark this world is. In different movies, they depict this world as a very dark place. And in fact, it is a very dark place. So it's easy for these demons. It's easy for the fallen angels to see the people of God because we have light. We are not dark, Okay. And God's angels are with us, and we have a hedge of protection. But just imagine this force field. It's all bright light. Imagine that. When you sin, it's like they can see the dark spots on your force field. And they're like, look at that. Ooh, that's an opening. We can go in there. We got permission. When you sin, you give the enemy legal ground to jack you up and mess up your blessings. You understand? So even if you know how the enemy moved, there was for a season, I knew how he moved. I knew my weapons. But there was active sin in my life. There was rebellion in my life and other stuff, disobedience. And guess what? I was getting my behind whooped on the daily for years until I finally fully submitted. Shame, shameless plug. I finally fully submitted to the Holy Spirit. And then I got on the other side of Deuteronomy 28. I was walking under the curses of Deuteronomy 28. I was singing and dancing about the blessings, but I was most definitely living up under those curses because I had active sin. When I fully submitted, whoa, everything shifted. Now I'm under the blessings. And guess what? Force field is in full effect, baby. Enemy can't, can't get in. Can't get in. 
And the last thing I'll say is this. If you have something that a cursed item, so even if you're not in sin, but what if you picked up something and you didn't realize it was an accursed item? You know, just because somebody gives you a gift, man, you got to be careful with that. You, it, it could be something that's an idol or it's something that someone has put a curse on. Demons love to attach themselves to objects, right? Because you can't see with your natural eye that something's attached to that. So if somebody gives you something, man, you got to pray over that thing immediately. Take authority in the name of Jesus Christ. I command any thou unclean spirit attached to this thing to flee right now in the name of Jesus. Get out, right? Now, it may have been there. It may not have been there, but you don't, you don't play that. Now, this is a very obvious thing. Most things aren't this obvious. When I was on one of the submarines I was stationed on, we went to Korea. I was sitting up topside. I was reading my Bible in the dark in Korea. Well, the two Korean sailors came over and they invited me down into like their ship. So I, I didn't have to read in the dark, which was very nice. They didn't speak my language. I didn't speak theirs, but they communicated to me. So I understood what they was trying to do. Okay, cool. I went down when I got on their ship. What they did, they came up and gave, they wanted to give me like a little gift. And it was like, here, here. And I looked at it and it was like a little idol. And I, I made this hand, this like, oh no symbol of my hands. I said, no, no, no. Like my God says, no, I, I can't take that. My God says, no, 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 no. And then they just said, oh, so sorry, so sorry. And they left me be, right? And again, most things are not that obvious. If you have anything in your house that has any type of symbol for Satan, he has a lot of different images, even Santa Claus. A lot of people don't realize, but yeah, that's, that is Satan. <laughs> that's, that's a ploy he uses, right? So if you have something in your house, something that has a Christmas tree or a wreath on it or, you know, anything that's idolatry, that will give these devils, these demons, legal grounds to end your life and jack you up. So anyway, quick recap. Warfare strategies. How do you go from being... Uh, defensive to being offensive and anticipating the enemy. One, you study him. You watch him. He only got so many plays. Two, you write it down in your journal. It ain't about your feelings. Your journal needs to be a play. It's a war book. It's a war strategy book. Number three, you need to understand your weapons of warfare. Know what you're working with. Number four, stop sinning. <laughs> right? Repent, fully submit before the Holy Spirit and get that act of sin out of your life. And the very last thing is this. You need to go on a hunt in your household and look for anything that will give Satan legal ground or his demons legal ground to come in and jack you up. Once you take care of all of those five things, guess what, baby? Your face, your your force field, boom, it's in full effect. They can't get through. All right, that's it. Hope this blessed you. I know that it did. I know that it did. Be encouraged, y'all. It's a, it's a fight, but we got the victory. Okay, that's it until the next session. I love you with the love of the Lord. And we out.